0: To another episode of Voices from the Planet. I am your host Eric, and this is episode number ten. Yeah, number ten, a milestone. Ten episodes, you guys. It feels good. Number ten, and this is a really good episode to be this milestone for the podcast. Um, this episode, I sat down with Mama T. Who is a vegan chef here on Oahu in Hawaii? she teaches she volunteers she does she just does so much amazing things for the communities and here in the islands just with teaching food as medicine and how food can heal you how food can give you life and yeah so we sat down at her house. She invited me over and into we went into their studio her um some of you might know who her husband her her the her husband is sam Eitz he's a the percussionist for Mike Love and for other musicians here locally um but in their house they have a studio, so we set up in the studio to record this episode to talk about the vegan lifestyle basically. Um, I have a lot of questions being that me and Nicole just went vegan about a couple weeks ago uh, after being vegetarian for a while. Um, So I had a lot of questions and I wanted to hear her perspective and her story of the you know living a vegan lifestyle and what kind of foods you can eat and what is good and where can you get proteins. Some of the stuff me and Nicole Kind of looked up already, but it's good to hear it from somebody who knows, you know, personally, that you can talk to and ask questions instead of, you know, reading and, you know, watching videos on YouTube or whatever. But so she had a lot of good things to share with me, and I had a lot of things that I learned from this one. But basically, this episode. The message is go vegan. (laughs) We talked about it in the podcast, but even lately, I've been joking a lot about how there's all those like memes and stuff about you know how do you know if someone is a vegan? Oh, don't worry, they'll tell you. And I've totally become that person, and I'm sure it's gonna irritate some people. And but you know what it is? I mean, it. I'm proud to have made the choice to go vegan or me and Nicole I think it's gonna benefit us greatly Um, we've definitely been thinking about it for a while and the decision came recently after watching a video on YouTube called foods that can heal you and foods that can kill you or maybe foods that heal you and foods that kill you something like that look it up on YouTube Um, it's an awesome presentation just about the effects of meat and dairy what they you know the negative effects it has on your body and how the opposite of that eating a plant-based diet is way more beneficial for your health and for the planet um i still haven't watched cowspiracy there's a couple of documentaries she miss- mentions on this episode that i have yet to check out but i plan on doing that um so hopefully we can keep educating ourselves and learning more about the vegan lifestyle and what foods are good for you and what we can do to ensure that we continue on a s- sustainable path for our planet and for our communities, and then to take that message and share that with the ones that are close to us, and that's what it's all about is just you know sharing and community. So, I think I'm kind of rambling on here, but so yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. This episode, I also have some music on here, I'm gonna put um, some of Mama T's music um is a musician we talk about it in the episode she's gonna have an album coming out that includes vegan recipes for everybody so that's awesome i can't wait for those to come out so yeah enjoy this episode i'll see you guys on the end of it with um the outro yeah hope you guys enjoy start with that okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we met at um at the Waikiki beach hotel with
1: yeah
0: um i was there and oh. she I tra- they opened up like a manager position and i applied for it internally and didn't get it and they hired her from an outside just like a brand new person and so i didn't like her at first <laughs> <laughs> and i left that hotel to go work somewhere else and then just by the universe we ended up working at another property together i ended up switching to work for because mm-hmm. the property that I was at that I went to got um, taken over for the management company. So we started, we were working for the same company and then I ended up transferring over to our corporate office which was in the second floor level of one of our properties where she was at. Oh. So then I just started seeing her more and all that stuff and then kind of reconnected and really? by that time I had gotten over the the hurt feelings of this woman taking my job. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And you're like, she's rather beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I never
0: could see it because I was just, like, so mad, you know?
2: Wow. <laughs> and now she's your wife and yep. we've got a family together. Yep. That's beautiful.
0: Yeah. And now that happened, like, six years ago. We've been married for four years now.
2: Oh, yeah. what a blessing. Yeah. You're super blessed.
0: Yeah. So That's I'll exciting. introduce you. Sorry, because okay. people... <laughs> so this is Mama T.
2: Aloha.
0: Um, master chef. <laughs> I don't know, I all Self-taught. the titles. Yeah, really?
2: Self-taught vegan chef because of survival in need because there's not a lot of uh it's just learning trial by error mm-hmm. really
0: and a passion so yeah. and that's what we're here to talk about today is vegan living and like i don't know we could talk about like options and stuff like that for people who might be listening and for us too because we just went vegan
2: yeah so we can get some ideas thanks <laughs> now you're hoping to save the planet yeah have you yeah. seen the movie Cowspiracy? Not yet. That we,
0: I, Mike mentioned it, but yeah, we haven't watched oh, it. Oh, it's
2: so good.
0: What made me switch to vegetarianism at first was the documentary Earthlings. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, yes. that one was brutal. So that one kind of... <laughs>
2: it's a wake-up call. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely.
2: Seriously. So I
0: went vegetarian and that was almost three years ago. And then we just decided to go vegan. Wow. We actually watched this um, video on YouTube. It was like foods that kill you and foods that heal you Uh it was a presentation video of a from a doctor and was talking about Nicole was watching it and she um, it was more about the health reasons and that made her more want to switch and I was kind of on the fence since watching earthlings and going vegetarian like I should just do this but you know in my mind I thought it was gonna be too difficult maybe I was still like holding on to that the you know the habit of milk and dairy and stuff like that but we never drank milk or ate eggs but You know, string cheese
2: and that yeah. kind of stuff. And yeah, It's a gift that you could do the journey together because mm-hmm. when it's not together, it's so much more difficult. Yeah. But what a, what a blessing that you guys decided to do that together. I really like this quote from Conspiracy. There's a former rancher in there, mm-hmm. and he says so, something about, I don't care um, if you call yourself an environmentalist, if you're an activist from Mother earth, He says, you cannot call yourself an environmentalist if you're still eating any dairy products or any animal products. And he's like an old time rancher that, but it really is the solution and the root for the healing of mother earth Mm -hmm. and the sustainable, um, the sustainable course to keep our human race alive. Uh, We're not not exempt from extinction like any other species. And Mm -hmm. what we're doing to our mother is really what we're doing to ourselves. So, I really feel like adopting a vegan diet is the key for healing and survival.
0: I mean, not only that, to body yourself too, right? I mean, it's
2: right. So, I'm 45 now. Um, when I was 25, I started becoming a vegetarian for health reasons. But it wasn't like all of a sudden I was a vegetarian. I cut out cow and pig first, and then I cut out chicken. Fish and dairy were the hardest things for me to cut out, Mm. and um, eventually did that. And through the progression of the health and seeing how it transformed my energy, how I felt better, and started to see food as medicine, it really was like, whoa. Like In my family, I have diabetes, cancer, I have hypertension that runs in the family, Mm. and I started to see the power that I had to not be a victim of my genetic makeup, and to follow the course that my grandma or my mother even, just with sicknesses, and to use food as power as, as a powerful medicine. So, in doing that, I had some of my own my own things that I went through because when my, my daughter, when I was pregnant with Liliana, I found a breast lump, and they wanted to biopsy. I said I needed to wait till sh- I have her, and so we had her and. Um, it was biopsied, it was benign, but it's a fibroadenoma that they have to watch. And so, and and at that point is when I decided that I wanted to just transition to a vegan diet because um, I wanted to see if getting dairy out, and they said dairy and caffeine and those things were catalysts for that. So I've been able to shrink that away mm-hmm. and see the power of plants and see how they heal. and it's been uh, for health reasons but then once you start to see the connection to all living things so initially me choosing to be vegetarian was health related Mm -hmm. but it evolves into a uh, a connectedness that you feel with all living creatures like chickens i started to see them as my buddies Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah and and i couldn't kill a cow I don't, couldn't, never kill. I couldn't kill them. Like I couldn't do it. Like, if I can't kill them. I can't eat them. And they're my buddies. So, mm-hmm. um, I see the connection of all living things, and that I just didn't want any part of that killing anymore. I think
0: what did it for me was making the connection because they're in Earthlings, there's the whole like animal testing and the pets, and they show these like horrific videos of dogs and cats and stuff and watching it together with the meat industry as the whole issue made me realize that like a cow is no different from a dog yeah. from a cat from a pig so like how can i like justify eating or having it you know done for me killing because like they say you know if you can't really do it yourself you shouldn't right, right? so i mean i'm just letting somebody else do all the dirty work right. But. Right. They're all equal. All animals.
2: Pigs are smarter than dogs. Right, right.
0: <laughs> and it's just yeah. And now being more open to it, and you see, like, I mean, it might sound cheesy, but like those pictures of the two different species together, you see like a yeah. a dog like and a pig cuddled up together, and what? it just like it goes back to that interconnectedness.
2: And it makes you think, because a lot of people aren't thinking that way. They they're animal lovers and they have their pets at home and they love them like their own children, but they don't. Mind going and buying beef for dinner or right. something. So, and that's you know, I I I feel very strongly about my approach to co- teaching food as medicine in the community, and and being known as a vegan chef in the community. Because I don't want people to think that I'm judging them or that I have ill feelings for them. Because I don't have anger or resentment towards people at where they are in their journey. And what they're choosing in their lifestyle, like mm-hmm. you can't you can't judge anyone, and and I, it's interesting because there's some very passionate vegans that take an alternate approach, and I've had people have conversations with me that say, are all vegans angry and mad? Yeah. Do are all vegans gonna hate me because I do this? And I can't speak for them, I say I can't speak for all vegans, but i don't feel that way i just you know i have no judgments and i just want to to love everybody Mm -hmm. wherever they are in their journey and i think that's important because how we how we role model is how people are going to be attracted to our own lifestyles Mm -hmm. and how we come from our hearts and our lifestyles what people will see like as well it's something that i might want to try i see i see my friend eric feeling good he's getting up and active and he's got this glow to him like what's he doing and so those are the kind of things that are going to really pique interest in people we so I teach on Maui once a month f- uh, just up until recently I was going to Molokai once a month um, not all through down-to-earth because I do work for down-to-earth mm-hmm. but some of it's on separate on my own um, I have a, a company Eitel kitchen where I do catering and um, I have a little online program uh, through the public access Mm -hmm. filming and then um, going to Molokai to teach food as medicine and and most of my students are not vegetarian but a lot of them are starting to uh, come down with illnesses or they have something or someone that they know has just gotten diabetes or someone has gotten sick in their family Mm -hmm. so they're coming to find out The secret to how, what can I do? How can I change it? And it's really, it's really so simple and so easy. Because all you have to do is eliminate animal products. Right. But that is so profound for some people because they're used to meat with every meal. It's just, well, where am I going to get my protein, Mama T? And the truth is, is that I'm getting my protein from kale. Every plant has protein in it. broccoli (laughs) has protein in it Um, I should be eating about 43 to 45 grams of protein a day which is totally easy when you eat a wide variety of plants and vegetables um, lentils have one cup of lentils has 17 grams of protein and I can mop like two or three (laughs) cups of them and get my full days worth of protein in there so so it is very simple Um, back when I first started to become a vegetarian in the mid 90s there there wasn't a lot of like the transitional foods that I call them like the mock meats yeah yeah yeah. I like to call them transitional because they're, they're not something you want to like use as a and as your diet all the time they're highly processed and they're great they taste good I love them yeah. but they're really transitional because you want to eat more whole
0: grains, whole foods that come from, how they come from the Aina. Yeah. And so. Because we, we went to um, Downbeat for the first time. Yeah. And Nicole has never, she's been a vegetarian for over 20 years, um, but she's never tried like buffalo wings or like that kind of stuff. So, and they have the vegan <laughs> yeah. version. So we had to try <laughs> they're it. They're so it? Yeah. <laughs> so good.
2: But they're so bad for you. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're so good. But yeah. Um, those are those are those are transitional stuff. It's like you know they're treats every now and mm-hmm. again, but they're really wonderful for someone who is a heavy meat eater, who wants to start making the transition. So I, I tell them like try these these sausages and mm-hmm. this, you know and use it the same way that you do, like the veggie meat crumbles and those use mm-hmm. them the same way you would do the regular beef right. in there and you just your same recipes. You can keep your same recipes that you love. And you just, you can start to put those in. And then as we start to feel better and have a progression to of, of even just exploration into cooking and you get excited about it mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're trying something new. And so you can start to wean off those less and start to incorporate beans and legumes and whole like um, squashes and things like that as your staples, mushrooms, those things as your staples. So it's, it's definitely a learning process, I'm still a student myself and I'm just really blessed to be on this journey and learn from a lot of passionate people and to see that it's becoming a popular trend mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't even care because there, there was this debate the other day on Facebook about all these um, jumping on the bandwagon of vegans.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I was thinking to myself, H- how can you bring that it? How, how can you be mad at anyone coming on the bandwagon?
0: It's like getting mad, like, oh, everybody jumping on the World Peace bandwagon yeah, right now. Like, yeah. oh, man, it's so annoying. People. I started
2: this mission.
3: Started. I've been doing it for 10 years, and now all these guys are just starting right now.
0: But it, 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 it's funny, because, I mean, we kind of are in on that bandwagon trip, too. I mean, I don't know if maybe a lot of New Year's resolutions people make it. But I was there's all that those memes about, like, how do you know if someone's a vegan, Oh yeah. don't worry, they'll don't worry. tell they you. Tell you. <laughs> and the first day I came back to work after making that decision over the weekend, is that was me totally, like telling it's everybody funny. I work with, everybody? I'm a vegan now. Honey. I'm a
2: vegan, don't offer me nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh,
0: do you want this? Usually I would have <laughs> took it. I'm like, oh, no, pound cake now, sorry. I'm a vegan now. I'm a vegan now. <laughs> yeah, so funny. You should put a shirt. I'm yeah. a vegan now,
2: all right? Don't ask me for nothing, like nothing. I'm just a vegan now. Yeah that's really funny
0: and I notice a lot of the, like my friends and stuff who are meat eaters who I love are the ones who kind of give you a hard time at first when you make well, they the they heckle you yeah, they yeah.
2: talk to you yeah. oh there's nothing for you to eat here
0: yeah or uh, they always <laughs> say like well you brought it up or something and it's yeah. like I never brought it up no be
2: like, I didn't wear my shirt today
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: it's fun uh, to have vegan potlucks even mm. your even your meat fr- eater friends will come and it's and, I mean, it's something you and your wife might want to try. It's just like have a vegan potluck and tell your friends to come and have a little party. Yeah. And it's it's uh, it's really fun because even the meat eaters will get excited about making a vegan dish and be like, "Oh, Mama, I made this." Yeah, sure, show off. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay, that's fine. Oh no, yeah. Well, we when we do go to potluck, we usually bring something. Yeah. Well, vegetarian up till till now, but yeah, yeah. It, it always goes first.
2: Right everybody <laughs> wants to try it that's why so it goes and we're like oh, we didn't even get any yet <laughs> you know, i like to bring um the mock meats and stuff to the mm-hmm. to the potlucks because then they don't know that um that it's vegetarian and then it goes first and then they get they're like yeah.
0: what one thing we like to do is and we did it the other night was like mexican like tacos and stuff like that with the yeah. fake meat and stuff but it's something like we love Mexican food and it's one of those ones that it's easy to pull out the meat and do it with just beans or something yeah. you know
2: me too I love Mexican I'm part Mexican so <laughs> I love it. it's in my roots
0: do you like the vegan cheeses
2: um not and uh, initially I didn't but then I started to like them but then there's too quite many questionable ingredients in there like the the um, the diet cheese has titanium dioxide in it, what? and I'm like, why do you have to put I called the company, I was so bummed. I said, you know what, I use your product, but I'm not going to use it anymore. You put titanium dioxide, they say they put it in there for the coloring, but they don't need to put it in there at all. Yeah. So okay. I've been making my own vegan cheeses now uh, with cashews, and you can use agar agar, and it just it turns out to be just like the Daiya cheese spreads, and they melt. Mm-hmm. And they're very tasty. Even my daughter, who hates the vegan cheeses, she loves the homemade cheeses. The cashews. Oh, they're so ono. Oh yeah.
0: We've never tried to make our own cheese or anything. They're yet, so easy. We and bought a couple of days. Oh, delicious. No. <laughs>
2: and I used to love cheese. So yeah, that's
0: so do we. So
2: it's a, it's like, y- yeah. But I think you might wa- want to try some of the homemade stuff. You guys could try that, and I you might really love them. It tastes better than the the vegan cheese. I have a feeling we're
0: gonna be doing a lot of our own homemade stuff from now on.
2: It's better for you anyway, because you know what's going in your body. You know what's going in your food. You can save money by making homemade food. You're not getting. I mean, you could choose organic, of course, so you're not getting pesticides or genetically modified organisms in your food. Mm -hmm. Food can really become your medicine when you're controlling it in your own kitchen, and there's not a lot I mean we do eat out at certain places here on Oahu the vegan restaurants and we're mm-hmm. grateful for them but it's still uh, our we like to cook at home yeah. and I know exactly what's going on in my food that way mm-hmm.
0: and do you I mean because for us like time is a real like issue with working full-time jobs Monday through Friday do you find that like it's, do you do a lot of like meal prepping for the weekend? Yeah, like I that try kind to do stuff.
2: that. So um, usually, like on a Sunday, I'll choose my bean of the week that I'm gonna have for a few different meals. So I soak them and then I cook them um, in my crock pot. So like I'll put them in maybe Saturday night and then they cook all day Sunday, or they cook all o- overnight, just mm-hmm. depending. But I have like garbanzo beans for the week, so I can turn the garbanzo beans into falafels. I can turn them into Curry, I can turn them into a hummus. So I turn, I just use that one staple for like meals for the week.
0: Mm-hmm. If I want to do
2: pinto beans or black beans, you know, there's so many options. Enchiladas, tostadas. My family loves Mexican food too, so I make a lot of Mexican food. But you can turn them all into different things. I'm super passionate about raw foods. I got into raw foods like around seven years ago. Yeah, I was a brat almost seven years ago. I just started watching YouTube videos and was curious about it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then I started going raw like four months out of the year. So I try to go raw four months out of the year where I do 30-day raw food challenges four times. But even more so now, I just like to have about 80% of my everyday diet raw. And sometimes I still just go raw for like a couple months, 100% raw. And that has even, I've felt the benefits of a raw food diet more than anything that I've ever done.
0: So that's like like no cooking yet?
2: Nothing is cooked at all. So it's super high vibrational food because um, at at 118 degrees, enzymes are cooked out of your food. Right, right. So all the vital nutrients stay intact. And we have a dehydrator. so I, I'll make flax crackers, and I make raw breads, and desserts, and cookies, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I make raw burgers. They're so ono. Oh, i got to make some for you and your wife sometime to share with you yeah, so we you should come.
0: Sh- we should do a potluck or something yeah. like that. Yeah.
2: But the raw foods are crazy because you can make raw cheesecakes and all these things, even raw cheeses. And the, they're, they're incredible. It's like,
0: just not cooking it over that. You don't that, cook it at I all. Mean, like can the can cheesecakes
2: eat? just go in the refrigerator. Um, but I do, like, wraps, and I make manicotti, and I stuff it with... Um, I make the manicotti noodles out of zucchini, mm. and then I stuff it with... Uh, I make the, the raw manicotti, um, ricotta. I make a ricotta cheese out of uh, macadamia nuts, and I'll put olives and chopped up kale and maybe some basil in there, and then I make a raw marinara sauce. I can eat, uh, make raw soups in my Vitamix, where I make a mushroom soup and a tomato soup, and I just... The Vitamix c- gets it really hot, so you can have, like warm soups and then also the the dehydrator makes warm stuff too like if I make a raw apple pie I can put it in there so oh no people trip out on the raw foods
0: I think when people hear, even me too I'm like kind of blown away by all the stuff you're mentioning but when I think of raw I'm thinking of just like you know like broccoli plain broccoli plain lettuce maybe you can steam it a little bit I make
2: a raw alfredo um, with and you I don't have you ever tried the kelp noodles uh, down to earth oh yeah. they're so oh no they look like long rice noodles 100 percent raw they're they only have like 18 calories for the whole whole pack and they're full of iodine mineral uh, which helps with free radicals right. and pollution in our body so it's really good with all of this fukushima stuff we <laughs> battle with even yeah. just everyday pollutants so think of food as your medicine where you, so the, the kelp noodles with a ra- alfredo sauce, you can make an alfredo sauce, so ono using cashews or macadamia nuts, mm-hmm. marinara sauce, um, a pesto, kelp noodle pesto salad. I gotta, I gotta feed you guys some, I gotta do a, like a raw smorgasbord.
0: Do so you have you. like a cookbook out?
2: Um, no, I'm, I'm, we're putting out a little five song EP series, so they're gonna be um, back to back to back to back, but the fir- they're called Psalms of Praise, mm-hmm. and this is the volume one, and they come with a five-course meal uh, recipe book insert
0: and In the CD yes nice. so that's cool.
2: so every single one is gonna have a five course meal recipe insert and um, the we're all, we're all we're getting close to being done with that first one so that's what I'm I've always wanted to make a cookbook and an album so mm-hmm. I decided to come together. All right. together. Yeah. And we'll just keep putting up volume one volume two volume three
0: and if people pick it up for the music and they'll get the benefit of the cookbook or the recipes and if people pick it up for the recipes yes. they get the benefit of the and music. and you can <laughs> listen to the
2: music while you cook right or uncook i call it because it's someone i have vegan cooked and raw foods recipes in there yeah. so but the raw i don't know i just the the thing about the raw is that i've done i've Done a lot of experimentation just for health reasons and just adjustments. Like um, giving up caffeine was the hardest. Sugar, yeah. cutting back refined sugars was hard. Um, all these things are hard, but it each with each evolution of 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 those adjustments, your body reacts to it, mm-hmm. and you start to crave those things more and more and more. So this journey has led me to the raw foods, where I sleep better from raw foods, I have more energy, not on caffeine, I'm powered by green juices and green smoothies, mm-hmm. and the energy level that you have is uncomparable to drinking any caffeine I've ever had or anything to like boost my energy.
0: Is your body's natural energy producer, is there any
2: and, it's, and it's, I don't know if you've heard of um, Maxwell Gerson. I'm Charlotte Gerson so there's a movie on Netflix it's called the Gerson miracle and so basically throughout the United States it is illegal for any doctor to prescribe anything but surgery or radiation for radiation and chemotherapy for cancer they cannot prescribe any naturopathic home homeopathic uh, remedies for cancer they're mm-hmm. the only things they can prescribe it's illegal for them so Maxwell Gerson, who has now passed away, but his daughter Charlotte in her 80s is still taking on his practice. And she has a 90-something, so high 90% success rate of healing cancer with all of her patients that come to her practice. She has to have a, she has to have a um, center in Tijuana because it's illegal for they her. Can't it, she can't do yeah. it in the U.S. So basically, what she's doing, and you've got to watch this movie with your wife, it's really profound. But they're healing people through raw foods. They, they use raw foods as the medicine, green juices throughout the day, and coffee enemas. That's the three-part healing process for the healing of the cancer. And they have this phenomenal high su- success rate for healing the cancer. So food is your medicine. <laughs> and not cooking out the enzyme is when we're getting the vital nutrients for that. And, well,
0: I heard this or I forget it was a while ago but there was a doctor I think it was in Germany where he was curing cancer with vitamin C oh they, like,
2: they used that in her Gerson was
0: like 30,000 milligrams of vitamin C like per day it was like yeah. a super high dose but so yeah I mean I understand well, they, that food I, like, yeah they
2: natu- use they use the vitamin C supplements also in the Gerson therapy too mm-hmm. they have all these other little things that they do too but but the primarily they have Ching that the diet. it's the raw <coughs> foods, raw foods. We have a, uh, I have a guest speaker. He did a TED talks down in Australia. His name is Clint Pattison, and he uh, had rheumatoid arthritis all throughout his body. His his nut his uh, knuckles and joints were so swollen, he couldn't even walk and get out of bed. He was in so much pain, and he basically went on an eight month raw food diet and then started incorporating some cooked like whole grains and stuff mm. and healed himself got off of the medicines there's, there's powerful stories of people using raw foods to heal, their, to heal themselves and I just I, I get excited about <laughs> it because it's so incredible that everybody has this available to them that it's not like only for it's not only for the rich it's for everyone. It's for all just children. Like everybody tap, can tap into this
0: resource. I really like that approach that's more like hey everybody, why aren't you on the bandwagon? There's yeah. room for everybody. Let's Come go. Come on
2: everybody. Yeah. We got room.
0: <laughs> Jump on board. Yeah. Let's do it.
2: Let's, let's heal the nation. Yeah. Let's heal the world. It's it's healing for every. It's healing for Mother. It's healing for yeah. us. It's healing for our communities. When we don't have to survive on killing innocent animals for for sustaining. It's not even sustaining us. It's, yeah. It's killing us too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were talking about that
0: report that had came out um, that eating meat causes cancer. Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, people were so mad. At, the meat eaters were so mad about that. They were like, they didn't even want to believe it. there's were. So, I eat bait. They got super. Um, like militant yes <laughs> I eat bacon I'm a, and I'm just hey We I didn't make this up yeah. this is the World Health Organization actually came out with a study yeah. and you could be mad at them don't yeah. shoot the
0: messenger yeah. science proves I it I this know. time I'm sorry I know
2: <laughs> yeah but you gotta see that movie The Gerson Miracle I, al- I also like people to, I always recommend people to see watch Forks Overnights and yes. that's about the China study and that's mm-hmm. I mean that's a pretty popular one but there's still people who've never heard of it Forks over knives, and then I also um, there's a movie called Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. Have I've you seen, seen that? I
0: haven't watched it, but I've seen it on Netflix. After watching Earthlings, that was the first one yeah. I've ever watched. It kind of scared <laughs> me <laughs> a little. Yeah, so like uh, I get you know what I mean. Well,
2: I'm, that you watched the scariest. Right, movie. and I
0: didn't. I didn't even know what I was getting myself right. into. Like I was, I had my iPhone with me while I was at work, and it was actually through Mike Love from that song where yeah. I kept hearing it and I was like, What is that? So I Googled it on my phone at work and I just ended up watching it while I was at yeah. work and I was like, Alright, I'm done. I'm not gonna eat. I'm not going <laughs> so I'm not gonna eat anything great. for lunch today. I'm just gonna wait. I'm gonna talk to Nicole. When I get home, it, we'll figure this out. But I, like, I don't even... She hasn't watched it.
2: Yeah, I haven't watched it I don't it either. think she
0: needs to watch it. I
2: don't think I need to watch it, because yeah. I'm already there. Like, right, exactly. It, but some people need the jolt. Yeah, that was it's, my
0: jolt. <laughs> it's
2: good. I'm glad that you had the courage to watch that, because these movies I'm recommending, they're not even that scary, but they are full of science and knowledge and just, just simple, pure truth mm-hmm. that is not really... Um, the same approach as the Earthlings.com, yeah. so it's a little—it feels a little more approachable. But still, even telling my mother, like, "Mom, you should watch this movie." You re- I'm not ready, <laughs> and it's not even the Earthlings. Yeah. I know. I'm like, no, but it's not—you it, you, you could be ready, but the title "Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead" is not really a—it's right, <laughs> just probably in the title. But, but I really recommend those for people to to watch those and and to be patient and. Not be hard on yourself as you approach the journey I think that's really important because s- people feel that it's got to happen all of a sudden and if they watch earthlings maybe it will yeah, happen yeah. all of a sudden and they'll just have a, this epiphany but I know a lot of my you know my my indigenous my indigenous family members, my indigenous relatives they they see food as a sacred thing that is meats are a part of their, their livity. Mm-hmm. They really feel strongly about that. And and um, and reasoning with them sometimes, I have to say, like, I, I overstand your approach. I overstand that and the sacredness of that and the cultural mm-hmm. Hawaiians eating the fish and you know, this okay, and, and, and the so pig. These are these have this has been sustaining for them. But but it's not that time anymore. It's not that time of the past where even if they're thinking of it as a as a cultural thing, it's the fish is sick. The the fish is full of mercury. The fish is gonna make you sick if you eat it. There there's we just can't we can't operate that way anymore. And and for so I've had some of those reasonings with them where they kind of are able to see it a little differently because it's not the same anymore.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. And you were gonna no, it's
0: like the vibration in the food itself from yeah the con- living conditions of the animals up in you know in that right
2: thing. well I have I have plenty um, going to Molokai once a month so Molokaians they hunt deer right. readily it's everywhere and it's they're not gonna stop like I have brothers tell me I, you're never gonna change me into be a vegan and I, I accept that mm. and that's part of their lifestyle they do that and I you know I have to honor and respect everyone where they're at and where they're coming. But the truth is, eventually, these meats, these, these foods will cause degenerative diseases. And there's no, there's no um, debating that these foods are linked to heart disease, diabetes, gout, which many of my indigenous brothers and sisters are suffering very very high in the populations and so eventually you have to come to terms with these foods are not going to serve you or sustain you they're go- they're, they're they're poisoning you and so anyway it gets to be heavy and it gets to be it it, it gets heated sometimes but I, I always try to just come with love I, and, and without judgment another thing is is that I talk to my students about we can we can be vegan and be very unhealthy just because someone says that you're vegan that I'm vegan that I'm automatically got this health status to right. me yeah. because I can eat donuts and drink soda and eat candy yeah. and junk chips are vegan chips <laughs> right I had some today Shh. no <laughs> but I I mean I I mean I do have some of those things because I love them but I don't. Try yeah. to do it all the time. I, I, I special, special yes, treat. it's like a treat.
0: There's a account on inst- on Instagram, the unhealthy vegan, <laughs> or the vegan fat kid is another one, and they're like they post like those you know double vegan cheeseburgers right. and, it's like, oh, and fries, and it's like oh my god, it looks so good. Yeah, but, like and like, it's vegan. like
2: downbeat food. Right, like, exactly, as as exactly. But it's like diner food. Yeah. It's fried and it's you know yeah. it's like. There's really probably zero nutritional value to it, but it's vegan. Yeah. And it maybe it's just makes you feel so good. good.
0: <laughs> it makes you feel good for a little and while. But.
2: Sa- Sam and Mike love downbeat so much. I love Down Beat too. Because yeah. it's open so late. So they go after the gigs. Oh. And they're able, because they're open until like 4 a.m. or something.
0: You get so that late night. They have diner their special
2: order. Food. And the guys know when they call it in, they know it. They're like, same order. They know yeah. order. The, the usual. The <laughs> usual
0: run in and pick it up and yeah but we, we found that place recently too and yeah we love it
2: yeah they i don't know if you've tried the vegan brownie sundae that's so we, delicious b-
0: both times we went there we had no room for dessert we we're like we can't even do
2: it <laughs> <laughs> um sam always gets the the barbecue chicken sandwich that's what I got. on and he gets it on a bun instead of the the um the sourdough bread and the fries and i like the barbecue and the hot wings the hot wings (laughs) are so good and then sometimes he'll switch it up and get the the carnivore um, hamburger the vegan carnivore hamburger it's pretty oh (laughs) no it's exciting that those places are available and that you can go to them that's really i mean that it makes me happy i think that i think the owner of downbeat is brilliant for having a diner with vegan options on right, it right
0: and so many vegan options usually you go somewhere and it's like okay i can get yeah. this or this you yeah. know
2: and he can do vegan <coughs> anything on the menu right all right and there's peace cafe there's green and vines there's loving hut we like to eat of i love nalo that place is the bomb over in waimanalo we love that um the liahi um plant-based restaurant in kaibuki and they have one
0: in kailua now is that by like montserrat area
2: no it's on it's on kaimuki off of huayalai okay, and okay. then and then um they have they have a brand new one i don't remember the name but a lot of people keep telling me almost every single day it's downtown
0: you need to go, you need I, know. To go. <laughs>
2: I get excited that there's it's, it says something if there's all these vegan right. restaurants popping up and thriving that is really exciting
0: these are all the vegans who feel the same way that there is no place to eat or right. not as many options so they go and start their own
2: right. right and it shows you that more people are coming on the bandwagon yeah. which is we want everyone to come on the bandwagon
0: more entrepreneurs to start getting on the bandwagon and open open these kind of vegan restaurants yeah. and
2: i've had, options. i've had people approach me about starting one like starting a restaurant starting a food truck um, mm-hmm. I've had um, Pat, Front, who owns Tropics, he's like, mama, do you want to open up a vegan restaurant? And I, and, and I said, no. <laughs> I, because for me, I, I would end up being there 15 hours a day. Yeah. And, and being in a restaurant environment, doing that, it really is your whole life, which is beautiful. And I'm so grateful for the people that do that, because then we can eat there. But um, I really love to teach. I really love to do that. I love to be able to connect with the community and teach them how to make it so you can make it at home mm-hmm. and you can feed your family doing this. It's so easy and that's my favorite thing to do. So, I feel very blessed to be able to to be able to teach in the
0: community. How many or how many days a week are you teaching at?
2: Well, I um, go to oh, so I go to Maui once a month um, and then I have a Monthly class in Kailua, have a monthly class in Honolulu, but then I'm going to schools and hospitals and organizations. Mm-hmm. Like uh, cor- we have corporate par- partnerships that we do, and then sometimes I have requests just uh, through my own business to come one on one, like families. Can you come and I need a lesson? So or they'll come to me and we'll cook here and we'll do stuff here. So teach them a few things. So I do that too privately yeah it's really great I love it because each one teach one right and, I, and I'm able to learn and I'm able to share what I've learned and it's been really a beautiful journey and I feel like I just began I just started Big Up to be on this journey Sam and I like to watch this guy this YouTuber his name is um, Dr. Kassar and he's mm. really he's not co- he he's not completely vegan because he I think he drinks the milk from the goats on his farm and he might eat raw eggs from his chickens or something I don't know but what we really like about him is that he talks about terrain modification and he talks about that most people have parasites and and we feel strongly like yeah we know we do if you've eaten meat anytime in your life there's parasites in you and so the terrain modification what he says is that a lot of people when they start to get awareness and go on like a vegetarian diet and start making these transitions that they learn about the parasites and then they want to do this parasite cleanse and just like kill them all and get them out of there and he says it's really hard on your body to do that so that through terrain modification when we change our inner flora of our gut those little guys don't like to live there anymore, and they want to evacuate and pack up and leave. Mm-hmm. So that's what's happening when we start to make these. They're just moving out when we have a terrain modification. Another another thing is is that um, many scientists and naturopathic doctors and healers and and um, f- people who use food as medicine say that that our gut is our true brain. This is the functioning center of our whole body. Mm-hmm. And the reason that we have any degenerative diseases or anything is all related to our gut health. And so that's where we need to focus on healing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, 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 uh, and you can think about it if you're eating meat, like all that putrid dead animals is very hard to digest. It's right. hard to, to digest in our, on our bodies. And um, when we have an imbalance of our good bacteria and our bad bacteria, that's when we, have, we start to get sick and we get autoimmune diseases mm-hmm. and psoriasis, we get things that candida, we get all of these things that are rooted from our gut health. And so if we focus on our gut health, and that doesn't mean that you have to go and buy a probiotic at the store because a lot of people start to learn about gut health and then they go and buy probiotics, but it's very simple. To make your own pri- bi- probiotics at home, making your own sauerkraut, which has got trillion parts per, per whatever they talk about the natural probiotic thing. Making
0: like in those Activia yes. yogurts or yes. whatever they those drinks They have billion parts, that.
2: eighty billion, blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, so, they this this the making your own sauerkraut, eating a tablespoon of uh, of your sauerkraut every day, blows doors and is so amazing for your gut health. And it's so easy to to make, so I should tell some of you guys how to make it one day, so you can start making it at home.
0: Cause is is it's a regular sauerkraut? It's it's vegan, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's vegan. <laughs> I
2: actually I'm actually a vegan because I will eat honey. I don't know if you've heard of vegans before. Right? I I I just I learned it from Paul Isaac's girlfriend Kelly Stern. Do you know Kelly? No, but I know
0: of. Paul just so music and stuff
2: yeah he's amazing and so is Kelly Kelly they're both farmers and Mm -hmm. she's uh, she's really into the raw foods and the vegan lifestyle as well but she says I'm a vegan and I'm like I'm a vegan so and they raise bees too Mm because I wanted to make sure that the bees aren't harmed and some be vegans say well you're eating bee spit but but there's really medicinal properties to the to the honey as well and so um anyway i do i do eat honey not not a lot but i do eat it like if i have an acai bowl like, I'll have honey, I'll i don't think it.
0: anybody's gonna judge you do <laughs> <worry. laughs> <laughs> we recently got from down to earth um the Bee free honey it was it's from apples
2: yeah was I've really seen, good. right i've yeah. seen that that is amazing
0: so i was using it in my tea and stuff and yeah
2: I started reading about <coughs> manuka honey from Australia, which is like so powerful as a medicinal healer, even for like skin things, you can mm. put manuka on and it heals the skin, it's really, it's very powerful, so I, I at that moment I started researching a little bit about honey and I s- started eating a little bit, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's and I love the bees, yeah. I really do.
0: <laughs> well, they're so good for pollinating the other <laughs> plants that you are going to grow need the and the bees. yeah.
2: Uh, That's why I uh, really got involved with um, activism on our islands for GMOs because of the neonicotinoids that are killing the bees through the pesticides, these really toxic cocktail um, combinations, the neonicotinoids. It's hard to say, but they are actually what's causing the bees to disappear, Mm -hmm. so there, there there are places that are now banning them the banning the neonicotoid pesticides in certain areas to help, to help repopulate the bees and save them because they're specifically killing off the bees.
0: I think a lot of people when they hear about like bees and like, you know, massive bee die-offs in certain areas they only think like, oh good, they're not going to sting anybody, like, they don't really think like, wait, you know, they're doing so much <laughs> pollinating this yeah. and this no, and everything. No, we die
2: without the bees, yeah, so yeah, that's the truth.
0: And that goes back around to how everything is connected.
2: Yeah, we're connected to all living things, we're yeah. connected to everything.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, I feel that very strongly and passionately in my soul. And I, got, I get sad, like, if I see, I was seeing big things of dead bees, like on the beaches, washing up, like, right? little things but but Hawaii's ground zero for genetically modified growing crops here so there's no it's no surprise that that was happening that was a result of it yeah
0: I haven't even heard about that That wasn't in the news was it no 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 it
2: wasn't like a giant I would just see them walking on the beach I would see like you know you just see you know I never used to see like 50 bees just dying and washing up on the ocean but it's, I mean, I, I don't know if you know about what's happening with the genetically modified organism. We have five of the largest biotech companies that occupy land here in Hawaii. I mean, I know a
0: little bit about it, but yeah. I'd love to hear more. Well, they're, they're, <laughs> they're,
2: they're, they're tax exempt. They don't, they don't pay any taxes. And they grow um, test fields on thousands of acres on most of the islands. Um, they got Molokai, Oahu. Hawaii Maui big Island um, and so they um, they used they use they're poisoning the waterways they're poisoning the, the, the land they're not growing any food for um, ho- people in the population of Hawaii to eat not that we'd want to eat it because it's genetically modified and it's kind of crazy but they grow the seed to ship all over the world and the reason that they came here during the 80s kind of under the radars because they can grow all year long here, it's 52 weeks out of the year, and they get tax exempts for large corporations. They don't pay any GE taxes, so they have a really sweet setup here mm-hmm. in Hawaii. And many of the communities next to the big, the big fields in Kauai, Maui, even up in the Kuniya area, they're getting cancer. They're getting cancer from the dust, from the spray, Molokai, same. And it's a very sad situation that. It's a the lives are expendable to grow these genetically modified organisms. So I got really involved in going to the Capitol and lobbying and talking to the politicians, and they saw this really ugly um, partnership between the corporations and the politicians firsthand. Oh, yeah, and I, I, I got to see. The reality of those politicians with their politics and lying straight to your face, and and it really took a toll on me, and I got physically sick because of it, because I couldn't believe how diabolical and how.
0: Because you hear about it all the time, you know. And and I was,
2: first hand, seeing the diabolicalness of it, and um, there's a Kumu Alva who was. Um he has a Lomi school in Waimanalo and he's like my kumo elder that I would when things any situation that I had with anything I would just go reason with him and just kinda yeah. open my heart and whatever. And he's like, Mama, you gotta get out. You gotta get out of that activism stuff. He he's since passed away last April, which is was really sad, but he he said as long as it took you to get sick, you're gonna, it's going to take you that long to get healthy. Just being around that and the energy of that. Right. All
0: those negative yeah. vibrations. Right.
2: And, and so it was beautiful because I listened to him and I stepped away from it. And I said, I'm not, I'm approaching this all the wrong way. I'm approaching this with fire and yeah. anger and I can't do it. It's killing me. Like I was physically, I was getting sick. And um, so I just meditated and I prayed, and just really showed me and opened my eyes that I, the answer is teaching food as medicine, and teach, in, and for people to choose to choose organic
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, foods, not laden with pesticides, because then they can't be genetically modified, and they're gonna choose foods that are gonna be medicine. So, which is really beautiful that. Going into Molokai, even teaching the class in Molokai, was I feel like it's my stealth activism, I- teaching the food as because I don't have to go head on head.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I can, and a lot of the biotech company employees would come to my classes in Molokai, but mm-hmm. they want to learn because this is this is a way to reach them under the under the radar right. where I'm not combating them and yeah. their jobs or threatening them. I'm just telling them this is food; it could be your medicine or your poison. So, which one do you want to choose? Poison or medicine?
0: And your approach is like a peaceful path of like non-resistance because you're not you're going there to, you know, teach and to provide this information to people and they can come if they want to. Yeah. You know, what I mean? you're not hitting against that no. opposition in that way. It's
2: Because I've marched in the marches. <laughs> I was doing it all. And I was, you know, chanting down Babylon and chanting down Babylon takes a lot of energy and it's draining and it pulls life force and I really love I have our our friends Tubby Love and Amber Lily they have a song that they're going to chant up Zion instead of chanting down Babylon which was so it's like such a beautiful way to adjust our thinking is Mm -hmm. that we focus on positive instead of the negative and anger and things that i mean because we look at the world today so many things can make us angry and right, right. And, and and just carry this grudge uh-huh. carry this chip on our shoulder but it's nothing that's going to help with the solution which is love love is the only solution and so
0: i love it <laughs> that's how we
2: have to reach everybody go stealth with our love activism and teach food as medicine
0: there's like a it's a taoist quote where it talks about <coughs> instead of being against something because that like you said is that opposition or you know yeah. you that those two forces colliding in that way it's like changing your your i don't know your approach to it to the positive so like instead of being against war because you're still against something
1: right.
0: be for peace yeah. so instead of being right. against like you know the meat industry is before healthy living positive that's food what my, stuff, that's yeah. what the
2: epiphany that I had yeah. was
0: it's beautiful I love it yeah <laughs> and
2: it changed everything for me and right. it healed and I was like yes like I couldn't wait to just to start a new day and start a new plan of action mm-hmm. and it's just it really has been beneficial because everybody feels welcomed in that arena and wants to come and learn and
0: and that's how it should be. Everybody is welcome.
2: Everyone's welcome.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Everyone is welcome. We, we, it's beautiful. I, I, love, I love being able to teach, and I'm very grateful for Down to Earth because they have been so supportive of me in my journey. I've created the, the outreach program that we have, and I, I connect with lots of naturopathic doctors and, and chefs in the community, and I put on seminars and workshops that are available to the work, to the community, and I'm able to. Um, Work for a company that allows me to to really thrive and not compromise my morals and have to anyway, I don't. Wanna, I, I love my job.
0: What's mm-hmm. well, it. good that you have a company that you work for that, I mean, agrees and is in line with what yeah you were you're wanting to do, so they can so easily. Support right. It's good that they support you.
2: They do still sell dairy. Right.
0: the right. Store.
2: Um. And they tell me that they're not going to ever change that. Because <laughs> they don't sell alcohol, they don't sell, you know, they've already yeah. put their self in it. They say that they're not going to change that, but they do source, they try to source from the most humane. And, and so uh, we've had a lot of discussion about that. But, I, but I'm still grateful that, that I am able to make everything vegan and, mm-hmm. and, and really... I'm not supposed to have a vegan agenda when I, <laughs> when I, when I talk. But it's just, I just share from my heart
0: what my lifestyle is. Well, it's a health agenda, really. Yeah. I mean, because it's about the food being the medicine. Yes,
2: <laughs> it is. It
0: is. How long have you been with Whole Foods?
2: Um, down to area. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah. And, <laughs> if it was Whole Foods. And that was I would, probably
0: super offensive. I would, <laughs> I would
2: probably have to, they would make me make meat. Yeah, or. Right? No. So can
0: you make that dish, but can yeah. you put a little bacon on it or
2: yeah. something? Yeah, that's what they would make, but vegan bacon, sweet earth bacon, <laughs> uh, um, for five years. And I never thought I would be there that long, but the thing is, is that I can work from home. I create recipes. Like, I can test my recipes at home. I get to do, they give me so much liberties mm-hmm. that it's just the perfect fit. Um, if I want to work 20 hours one week or 40 the next, I can I adjust my schedule how I want it. Um, I've created the program, so I.
0: It's your baby.
2: <laughs> I just you you know I don't know what the future holds because I I really would like to do um I would like to do more retreats. I want to do retreats, and um, I'm I'm now a member of a nonprofit organization that I'm the treasurer for a nonprofit organization that's women of substance and I want to do outreach I want to give back to the community and I want to do more uh, with homeless and children and so I don't know what that future holds for me but right now it's a fit where I can still work it down to earth Mm -hmm. and still juggle these things but only John knows what the what the future has for we just uh, fed the homeless the Next Step Shelter in Kakaako. I just think
0: I saw your post. Yeah, yeah,
2: it was amazing. It was incredible, and it was so beautiful because so many people came forward, and a lot of people were uh, from the the online vegan group, Vegan on Oahu. On there's a Vegan on Oahu in Facebook um, <laughs> group, and they said that they'd always wanted to serve homeless to help. To do something like that, but they've all—they never wanted to serve meat at it. Right. So, so our meal was completely vegetarian. We raised fifteen hundred dollars in donations oh, to buy the food, and um, made food for three hundred people. It was pretty intense. And it was amazing.
0: And was there was there any like resistance to it being a vegetarian meal? or, no. I mean, I'm sure most they
2: people don't even know, like the chili contest
0: right actually we should talk about that that was, that
2: great. was that's a great. great
0: that's a great that's a awesome story that was, that actually was... before we talk about that one because you mentioned the whole like retreat type stuff yes everybody I'm meeting um, I listen to a bunch of other podcasts but there's um, a retreat and I was I follow the lady on Instagram and I messaged her back and forth and I don't know how far away this idea could be from a reality becoming a reality but they have a retreat um, on the east coast have you ever seen the movie Wet Hot American Summer? No. Oh, It's a, it's a comedy, but it a, a, takes place at a summer camp. They have what they call soul camp, and it's described as adult summer camp, where they rent, you know, buy out the summer camp with all the cabins and stuff, and it right. becomes that retreat and they do like yoga in the morning yeah. and tarot card reading, numerology, yeah. they have all that kind of yeah. stuff. All the food was vegan at that one. That's dope. So they've done it twice on the East Coast. This past year was their first time doing it on the West Coast saying that would be great if you could bring that to hawaii and because i know hey, that there's you a gotta lot of tell people. me those
2: links again and then i'll just oh yeah them for sure. definitely it's been really on my heart and so and i've also um i like to organize community stuff like we talked about before we turned on the mic it's just um making events where all the kids and all the families can come and the tutus and the grandmas and everyone around music and mm-hmm. food and healing for our communities and um some of these posters uh those two reggae on the farm so i organized those two that those were back in 2005
0: i feel like i went to one of those reggae on the farm with bamboo station yeah at the farm right yes. yeah, yeah 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 At um oh i can't remember. yeah those years so yeah.
2: those were um those were after this one so from that one level hana gathering spring those because i had i just wanted us to be together again and I wanted us to have a place where all of us could come and it, it's beautiful because Yo Garden does those, mm-hmm. they, they're, they're doing those but I'd like to see more of them and I would, you know, I also would like to see them, like these were free, um, Babu Station was based on donation at the door, you could do donation but the first one was completely free and which, which means that everybody can come you know mm-hmm. and i love the, i love free events that we can all come together yeah. and all the babies i just got to check to make sure that the oh, yeah. bread is not
0: definitely i'm going to I'll not. pause it for now and okay. then Hold on, one second. <laughs> yeah
2: no problem I went to that
0: yeah i think we just found our way there that day. i don't know how we somebody we were with maybe knew of, knew of it or something but yeah
2: i would really love to see more of that in community organizing give. I just, yeah, I'm, I feel it. I was raised in a commune my whole life, so I never lived with less than 20 people, and mm-hmm. I lived with everyone from grandmas to all ages, and we ate our meals together, and we sang praise together, and praised together. Where was, it was this, sir? Where? It's 10 minutes from the Tijuana border in Chula Vista, right. and so I was raised by a village of people that h- loved me, and I, was, I felt really loved. And I also felt always very close to God from when I was a very little girl. And so um, so everything I do, everything I aspire to be is just to serve John. And so I, I feel strongly in this, this new year because we start to think about resolutions mm-hmm. and what we want for the year. And this year I really want it to be the year of giving love as much as I can and to serve God's children, wher- wherever we are, whatever they need, wherever they're at, just to show them love. Um, we're going back to the center at the Next Step Shelter on the 24th, because there's 55 kids living there. And so anybody who wants to come join us, we're going to bring um, a potluck dish. We're not feeding the whole, there's like almost 300 people that live there. Right. We're not feeding everybody again this time. We want to go back on a monthly basis, but this time we're going to um, We're going to do an art activity with the kids so that we can teach them about fruits and vegetables and eating fruits and vegetables And they're going to do painting mosaics, mm-hmm. and then we're going to eat some fruits and vegetables, and then we're going to have a potluck So we're we're just going to go and give love right and you, you're welcome to come and you are welcome to bring your family, and it's really a beautiful experience, even for the keiki, for even the small keiki. Yeah,
0: to actually be a part of that giving back process, you
2: know. I feel like. It, what
0: the 24th? It's the
2: twenty-fourth. It's on a Sunday at nine a.m. Well, or I'll have
0: or you? Home. I'll have you texting me or all this stuff too, and I'll put it in the
2: the yes. description and all the notes yes. and stuff, so at people ne- can Yes, it's check the next it step yeah. shelter. So, mm-hmm. bring a vegetarian dish to share. And you don't even have to bring a vegetarian dish, you can just come and bring love. like if That's all you are able to give at that point. Mm. And just because the community sees us coming with love and feeling supported. And so anyway, that's what this year is about for me is to just pass Jada open doors doors for me to serve him in any, any capacity he wants me to. I started I started working for a, a nonprofit organization last year that is called native like water and it's working with indigenous Native American Indian youth mm-hmm. and I was teaching food as medicine so that was my role as this nonprofit but they do they do um, programs on the mainland they do in Panama they're going to Jamaica they're going to all these places and, and it, it's a beautiful nonprofit like there's it's wonderful but it was taking me away from my family mm-hmm. and I really had an epiphany during that time that I just want to be here. Like, I feel so blessed to live in Hawaii. I feel so blessed for, to be with my family and to love my family that I want I want to work in this community. Right. I don't wanna, I don't want to go all over right now. I want to be right here at home mm-hmm. and do what I can here
0: and be able to touch the people closest to yes, you. Yes because this, yeah. this
2: is our community yeah. right here. I mean, our, we have a world community, we are one family worldwide, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but we got to start within our own home, and then
0: and then slowly, yes, yeah, it goes out, from, out there.
2: from there, so, anyway, I hope people will hear this and want to come join us on the 24th, and if people want to contact me on Instagram and ask questions about it too, they can, mm-hmm. at Dear T. Well I
0: gotta tell you, be, to be honest, at don't have a ton of listenership at the moment, but but yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to promote it and try to get the word out there. Yeah. Also, yeah. Well,
2: I'm thankful <laughs> that you are doing this because even if there's one or two listeners, that exactly,
0: that's, that, the point. that's, that's, my, that's yeah. it. And even <laughs> if you know later down the line, I mean, it, even if it passes this event, people might still come back and listen to these. Right.
2: And, and we're hear something. still doing this. We're yeah. still going to be doing this. And
0: thing. everything we talked about with you know the raw food and all this yeah. stuff is still going to be.
2: Relevant. yeah
0: exactly exactly <laughs> so before we got sidetracked we were gonna talk about the the chili
2: oh, contest yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh that was so cool so I got um, the Pam and Annie who do the farmers markets at Pearl Ridge Kailua they're awesome ladies mm-hmm. if you ever go to those are the you want to go to the Aloha farmers farm lovers farmers markets on Oahu so Pam and Annie this is their second year that they did the second annual chili pepper festival. And they highlight all the chili peppers and they had all these amazing things at the festival and salsa band and <laughs> they invited um, three chefs to come and do a chili cook off. And they invited me on my own to come and then I said, Can I represent down to earth? Like I wanna represent down to earth. So they said that's fine and um, so I I had I created a recipe mm-hmm. and the first one the first time like I get a lot of people to taste it, and they were they were like, ah, oh, needs a little adjusting, so I adjusted it, and then I got a recipe that I felt really good. I felt like I could be a contender.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so
2: um, I forgot the guys' names that we went up that I went up against, but there was um, there was a barbecue beef brisket, there was a pork and white bean. Those guys didn't think that I had a chance in this chili mm-hmm. festival. And then 600 people tasted, they tasted all the chili, and then they had tickets, you get a ticket, and then you put your ticket in the best chili you think is, and they had each of the chefs at the very end before they were going to announce who the winner was, come up and say, what is your secret? And I said, my secret is there's no meat in my chili, (laughs) and the MC was like, what? And I said, it's true.
0: Like a collective then, gasp from yeah, the audience. I know. And,
2: oh, <laughs> what? You know, if I would have told them ahead of time that it was vegan, they would have had this preconceived mm-hmm. idea in their mind that it's not as good as the pork and white bean or the be barbecue as as brisket.
0: Yeah.
2: But if you don't tell them, but I had to tell them that it was um, not gluten free because all these people were, because. Uh, uh, this blog writer did a write-up on it and mm-hmm. it kind of went viral with it earthlings was posting it earthlings.com was posting it really? all these organizations PETA was posting it they made a meme out of me <laughs> and they were like vegan chef when chilia says no meat in her chili and so so it was pretty funny but they I had on all these conversations with inside their their whatever they there's people I, how dare her not tell them that it was vegan because i'm allergic to wheat and if i would have eaten that i would have had a allergic what about the people with celiac and they were getting so angry but i told people that it had that it wasn't wheat free because i put shoyu in it and so i was telling them that's mm-hmm. not wheat free i put shoyu in it. but then so i was i covered my bases with those people
0: cuz you do have to be aware of people's food allergies Right. because all those nowadays. all those
2: those meats are are not all of the mock meats are made with wheat or soy so mm-hmm. anyway luckily nobody got sick nobody was <laughs> and we i got the first place ladle they had a first place ladle <laughs> with them and it was so great i felt like that was a win for all vegans like, right yeah i felt like we did it <laughs> and yep. it shows people that you don't have it doesn't have to you can you can be oh no and not have the meat. But right. we saw
0: that we were so excited. We were like, we're going to show every. I was like, I'm going to tell everybody about this because <laughs> they all, you know I mean? A lot of my close friends are still eat meat, so they're always the ones who are like being, giving me the most resistance and always challenging me on stuff like that. I'm like, Just look at this. I know. Yeah.
2: They go.
0: Wouldn't have fooled me. I'm like, what Oh, that's you? what they all say. <laughs> yeah.
2: And so, we, the, I just did a farm work day. We we organize farm work days up at KKV Aina um, um, in the back of the valley. Have you ever been to that farm? Back is there? that um, Kali's one? No, Kali has um, his is Kumoola in the back of Manoa. Mm. So Koʻuʻuluaina um, is is in the valley, Kali Valley. Oh, okay. And yeah, it's amazing. They have. Um, garden workday is open to the public but um, I I come cook we harvest some f- food and then we provide breakfast and then I cook lunch and we all eat after the the workday. It's just a half day workday. It's really beautiful. You can even bring your your, ch- your baby and We've your We've been father. wanting
0: to do something
2: it's, like that. It's yeah. incredible. You guys would love it.
0: We and were actually thinking of contacting Kali.
2: Oh yeah. I love Kali. Because they
0: do Cookie. a lot of the like native plants for like Halal and stuff so we were trying to talk to Nicole's Kumu and him and they know each other I think they're classmates
2: because he won the uh, Mary Monarch yeah yeah yeah, they're amazing
0: yeah so and they know each other so I was trying to say like we should all bring all the girls too because what what they can do is plant like the certain ferns or whatever they need for you know performances or whatever and then they can use that space and and it also helps give back and you know
2: yeah bonding
0: and They're so, yeah,
2: they're amazing, and you all, just being on the aina is incredible. I was
0: actually thinking that one day, I had a thought, I'm going to take a week off of work from my normal job, but do, call Kali and tell him, I want to come help you out for what my normal work day would be, but do it, like, in the, you know, getting in the soil, getting dirty, yeah, because I sit in the the office all day, I need to,
2: like, get muddy. You have to do that, (laughs) you have. If I don't have Mother Nature, like I don't get out, then I start to feel a little restless and right. funky. I start to feel funky if I don't go swimming or if I don't go up to the mountain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it always, it always roots me and grounds me when I do that. Even just that. standing out in my yes. backyard with my bare feet yes. sometimes, you're yeah. Just, you're like,
0: yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah, do it. Feet
2: in the ground. Yeah. So the whole Aina guys, they're all they like they roast pigs up there, everything. They're like they are meat eaters. I'm mm-hmm. um, never gonna be vegetarian. <laughs> And so this last time I came, I made, I think I made a chili. I made a chili. I didn't make my chili, my, my pono chili, I <laughs> call it, my award-winning pono chili. Um, but I did make a chili, and they kept pumping in their, they kept, because pu- they knew I was coming to cook that day. Mm-hmm. So the farmer guys, the, the big meat or farmer guys that are never going to change, the meaty meat me, they kept pumping in their mama oh, tea. It's got meat in it.
1: It's got meat
2: in it. They kept asking. I'm like, no meat. No, you think I'm gonna put meat yeah. in there?
0: Like, not nah, just today. I decided yeah. I was gonna make a meat <laughs> And they, they for were you so guys. puzzled.
2: Like, they kept different ones kept popping in. Is there meat in here? Is there meat? Mama, I know. We've had
0: food like that too, where I had to like double check. Like, later but I
2: know. This has gotta have because meat. Because they make it so good now. Right, right. The Sweet Earth bacon. Have you tried that? Mm-hmm. Oh. That's the. They are winners. on they they have perfected the vegan bacon. <laughs> it's the benevolent, bacon. Sweeters benevolent
0: bacon. That's what they call it. you have tried like the Morning Star brand. Oh, no, no, no! Don't eat that. No, that one was don't any
2: Morning Star.
0: Why is Morning Star?
2: It's all GMO. It's all from Kellogg's. Kellogg's makes Morning Star. Mm. Don't, don't eat
0: Okay, it. from now on, no don't Morning Star. It. <laughs> it's bad stuff. What about um? Oh, there's another brand I seen that makes like the ground beef substitute beyond
2: meat,
0: meat there's another one um there's uh
2: like oh i know what it starts with a g them.
0: like guard it might guardian. be guardian yeah it's yeah the yeah, yeah. Guardian. They, guardian. they make like a huge bag yeah. of like the chicken, uh, chicken
2: so i need the. yeah they get those at costco mm-hmm. so we'll get those too um but i know for sure sh- and they say non-genetically modified soil that like a lot of people are putting them on but i know morningstar mm-hmm. is what mm-hmm. went by kellogg Hello, oh, i a big supporter supporter of genetically modified burgers. I wouldn't eat that. Don't eat it. As poison Duly stuff. Duly noted. Yes. noted.
0: But yeah, I said it, I think uh, something that's gonna we're gonna have to do is do a lot more research and. Yeah. I mean, we've been reading the backs of you know oh the ingredients good. and stuff yeah. a lot more now, but yeah, because.
2: And you can make your own time. so mm-hmm. it's very easy and it's. Uh, they sell the vital wheat gluten in bulk. You can season it and you can make really delicious and you can make your own meat crumbles I'll, oh, I'll have to teach you guys how to make that yeah we got a lot
0: of learning because it's <laughs> so
2: easy and so much cheaper
0: do you ever do any of your like cooking stuff at the uh, kapole so there?
2: I did but then they just got rid of the kitchen out there because they needed freezer space for the store oh. so but I did oh because you're in ever yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah
0: but we work in town I mean
2: so yeah well you know i don't i could come even to you guys could come to our house Mm -hmm. or to your house whatever and i could i mean i could easily show you how to make some few things the vegan cheese right off i can show you guys how to make and i can also show you how to make the the veggie meat crumbles your own making your own meat because you could do that all the time and it would be something that you can save money on and and it's very flavorful and you know exactly what's in it right and it's it's a I mean, a lot. Like I said, a lot of those transitional foods—they got a lot of kind of different things in them, like are mm-hmm. processed foods. Right. And our our goal is to get away from processed foods. We don't want to eat a lot of processed foods. So. So you can learn to. I'll teach you how to make your own. Yeah, you guys can I'll make your own. Then you make your own, um, like, veggie beef crumbles for your tacos and things mm-hmm. like that. Instead so of having to
0: buy it from. Yeah. Kellogg's, apparently. Yeah, don't, don't do that. <laughs> no
2: more Morningstar. Oh, yeah. That's, not, that's no bueno.
0: So what are, like, some of the, like, your favorite? I mean, I know you do a lot of, like, the raw stuff, but, like, if you're looking at brands and stuff to look for in, like, a down-to-earth. Well,
2: well, first of all, I would just, I like to shop affordably, so... I like to hit up the farmers markets for produce
1: Mm
2: -hmm. and then I see what's available at the produce and then you build your meals around that week. So if I'm, you know, depending on what I'm getting, Mm -hmm. that's where my meals are going to be around. Because I'm going to save money, I'm going to buy affordably, and then that's what I build my meals on. Instead of thinking of what I want to eat and then try Try to to buy all the ingredients for that because that can get very expensive.
0: So I think that's the, the mindset that we're in is what do we want to eat and let's yeah. get the things we need to accomplish that and yes. make that kind of yeah. a thing.
2: So. so that little transition helps yeah. a bit if you can get to the farmer's market or even going to down to earth you see what's on sale mm-hmm. and then you buy in bulk because that's a very affordable way to shop. Your beans and your legumes your lentils and things and then like I said you cook that one bean or a lentil that, that, that Sunday, and then you turn it into meals. During the week, and you also want to make sure you're eating a lot of raw fruits and vegetables throughout the week. Those are your snacks, Mm -hmm. your salads, your green smoothies in the morning. Start to juice. All of those things are going to just become a livid, and I I use that word all the time because diet is death and dying. Right. So a livid is how we're going to increase that vital life force inside of us. So we want to get a living and then you get in a routine and then you're satisfied like Sam and I we wake up we make the our wheatgrass we got our little wheatgrass then we have our smoothies he's the best smoothie maker in the whole world I saw
0: the video on it was on I think it, I mean it's Iso the kitchen, kitchen. Yeah, yeah yeah where you did the cooking demonstration at yes. the end was the smoothies yeah yeah
2: he's amazing <laughs> Sam's
0: famous recipe yeah <laughs>
2: he's perfected it even more so it's like it's got like We've got Moringa in there now. and Moringa? Maca. Moringa is Kalamugay. Oh. And the Filipinos call it the medicine. So the Moringa trees grow readily. You can see them all over Kalihi. Mm-hmm. But um, we have a couple Moringa trees in our yard too. They are full of vitamin B12, which is for vegans, very essential We're getting B12.
0: My mom was just asking us about that. Where are you going to get your B12 because they say you only can get it from meat no <laughs> you can
2: get it from moringa there's plant nutritional yeast we put a lot of nutritional yeast on our food mm-hmm. and but it's fortified with vitamin B12 it doesn't come with vitamin B12 but it's fortified with it um, but we also use blue green algae to get um, B12 but moringa is one of the most powerful potent sources of B12 and it's natural but I do take a sublingual B12 um um tablet also. They also say if you were a meat eater for a long time, you store B12. Mm-hmm. So if you were a meat eater for, you know, you you have stored up B12 for you for many years. And Don't you
0: really only need a little bit yeah. of B12 a day, really, yeah. for an adult? But
2: as we get through years of veganism, you're going to need B12. Defeat, so you yeah. got, it's essential. You, you cannot live without B12. Even if it's minute. Right, right. You need it. So... It's, be, it's really exciting to learn all of the different things. and We're just babies in, mm. our, in, our, in our learning process, but it is exciting stuff mm-hmm. that we, it's exciting and it's empowering to know how much power we have over our own health and, and how we're gonna feel and how we're gonna vibrate and that frequency, that, we, that love frequency that we want to elevate to. And, it, and it's all about what we put in ourselves and what we surround ourselves and who we surround ourselves and and, and knowing that child loves you more than anyone on earth could ever love you mm-hmm.
0: that's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i guess yeah thank you for
2: yeah was, taking the time to do this yeah, yeah i'm really blessed to be. and opening you. up
0: your home you have a beautiful home i love seeing all the little affirmations <laughs> and stuff like yeah, mm-hmm. just a little reminder as you look over here, just remember you are loved and that kind of stuff.
1: Like, oh, it makes you
0: feel so good walking into the lake house. And I came down the stairs and I hear um, Reggae music playing and I'm like, alright, this is the place. <laughs>
2: yeah, this is our sanctuary. Yeah, This is where Jah lives, rules and reigns. <laughs>
0: is there anything else you want to say? or? I,
2: I think that it's important, again, for, to emphasize to not be hard on yourself because people that are, I mean a lot of people making resolutions and they want to lose weight or they want to um, get healthier or just different things that they want to do and then they beat themselves up if they regress and they Mm -hmm. you know may not have a, a wise choice one day and they are like why did I do that why did I eat that and it's 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 harmful to do that to yourself even that is, is probably more harmful than what you ate, mm-hmm. is to, to beat yourself up. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to let that go and just to realize that we're on this human journey and we're all just doing the best we can. Love yourself and wake up with a fresh new start the next day. Every new morning, job gives us a brand new fresh start and your, clay, your slate is clean and you can say, all right, I'm gonna have a green juice today i'm gonna drink lots of water <laughs> i'm gonna make wise choices today you know mm-hmm. so then you can have your treats every once in a while and do that and you can have your days where like whoa i really ate a lot of junk today so anyway yeah
0: so don't be hard on yourself yes forgive love, yourself
2: forgive yourself yeah. love yourself and drink lots of water you lots be, of water <laughs> that's it you should be drinking as much water as you weigh in pounds in ounces so however much you weigh uh-huh. You've got to aspire for that in ounces. And that's, um, I always tell people, it's essential because there's people who don't drink water at all.
0: Well, for a long time, I was one of those people who all my liquid intake was soda. or You know what I mean? That kind of thing.
2: Okay, so (laughs) would you shower in soda? No. Okay, because why? It's going to make you sticky and gross. So you have to think of the insides. Our internal organs need a shower too. And you're not going to shower them in soda. Soda.
0: I saw that one. There was a meme about would you give your plants soda and you know energy drinks and all right. this
2: stuff. Right. No. you got to think of your, I'm going to shower every single day in water to get impurities off of me and, and junk.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Your organs, your insides need a shower every day too. So that's what the water does. <laughs> shower for our insides.
0: Shower for your insides. I love it yeah <laughs> perfect thank
2: you so much no, thank Erica. you it's thank really you a pleasure i wish and i hope
0: we can do more of these and talk yeah. about all different types of yeah, stuff i really
2: wanna i would I w- it's um i would love to be able to it's hard without seeing but to show how to make some of this stuff yeah, well, even the sauerkraut easy a
0: lot of my friends are saying I sh- you should do it like on a video and i haven't quite figured it out yet i'm not you know, that tech savvy guy. I'm so not
2: either. That's we're hard, figuring
0: it out, it's but hard for me I even. know it's possible because there are ones out there that are video podcasts and it's like just one camera yeah. off, like in the corner here. Yeah, and so, simple, maybe, so but maybe
2: we could do that and then yeah. teach how to make sauerkraut. Or even
0: it. if we video, you know, at the actual making of it, and because I put them on YouTube, yeah, but I it's on only the audio, so it's just that one picture up on the screen. But you could always splice in like the video. I have video editing stuff where I could, you know, add. The cooking video first, and then do that. Oh, that I mean, there's would be so many, fun. there's so many possibilities. I'm figuring it all out yeah. with the editing and doing all this stuff. And maybe
2: you but. can come over with your family, and I can show you how to make the vegan cheese and the other, um, the, yeah. ve- the veggie meat crumbles. We can come stuff. over to our
0: house, so we can see how to do it in our kitchen yes. <laughs> with our stuff. I would here, love you know? to do that. Yeah, and then we can invite you over for our hospitality. Yeah,
2: that would be beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. It's
0: all the way in a beach, I know. Where.
2: That's okay. We've tried everywhere. So all
0: right, right, cool. All right, let me stop this.
4: of you. It is the promised land I am dreaming of. It is the promised land I envision. Promised land of unity. There is love and no division. No, 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 plotting and no killing. That type of liberty and not make it in. This is a practice for eternal living. Just see no know all illusion, Zion. be is
0: so number 10 with Mama T. Hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed meeting Mama T and recording with her and soaking up that knowledge and that wisdom about the vegan lifestyle. Um, I'm really going to take this one with me and try to carry that message and I hope you guys do the same as well and try to incorporate that into your lives. Um, I mentioned in the beginning that I have the music for the from Mama T, but I don't haven't decided what order to put it in yet. So I'm just gonna name the song the titles of the songs that I have on here in no particular order. Um so I have Ja Data <laughs> Um Kingdom This is the day and Zion I and the last one I'm gonna put definitely is a song I found on YouTube from the Itz family band which is Mama T her husband Sam Eitz, um, Paul Isaac Tubby Love and what's the guy's name? Shoot hold on hold on his name is Kevin Holder on the bass so I found this video and I asked her if it was cool if I put it on so I'm gonna use the audio and put it on there so you'll hear that one at the end of this short outro but again I just wanna thank Mama T for taking the time to bless me with her knowledge and wisdom and for inviting me into her home and sharing her hospitality with me And it was an honor and a pleasure to have met you Mama T this is for you specifically Um, I hope I make you proud with this episode and you know, I hope people will take the message and run with it. But um, I do want to mention also that the websites where you can find Mama T online, um, she has italkitchen808.com. And that's I-T-A-L kitchen808.com. She also has a blog that she does. It's Mama loves blogspot.com check her out there you can also check her out and follow her on Instagram and Twitter at Dear Mama T and she's also on snapchat something I have not I don't know what it is really yet. people have told me about it but I mean I don't have one so but if you have one follow Mama T on snapchat at ito kitchen 808 yeah contact her if you have any questions if you want to learn from her if you want to attend any of her classes or um, Participate by donating your time to any of the nonprofit organizations she works with and volunteers for. So, yeah, let's do it, you guys. Like we said, everybody on the bandwagon. There is enough room and enough love for everybody on this bandwagon, and we want you all to get on. The more of us that are on it, the better it will be for all of us. And, yeah, so thank you guys. Thank you always for listening. 10 episodes. We did it. Alright. So, yeah. We'll keep them coming. 2016. I'm hoping to have a lot of new things coming out. And, yeah. Hopefully, it'll be a big year. I hope you guys are having a great year so far. Um, So, yeah. That was it. Episode number 10 with Mama T. Love you guys. Peace.
4: Let's do it. I'm dancing to